Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of 90s Girl Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Hannah. And I'm Sarah. Happy uh, new week. Yes. I still don't really have a voice, just for the record. From allergies? No, from Nashville this weekend. Oh. And from the Braves game last night. Were you really screaming not- all weekend? Were you a woo girl, Sarah? <laughs> no. So so the thing about Nashville is that like you don't even have to be yelling in order to be loud. You really just have to be in a bar to be loud because it's so loud in there. If you're going to communicate with your friends, you're going to be screaming. Yeah. It has nothing to do with being a woo girl. It has everything to do with I need to tell my friends where we're going. Look. <laughs> Kitty. Oscar's in my lap. Speaking of, I need to share. I had an absolutely traumatic experience last night. Uh, I saw your uh, some it was story. Instagram. I was a disaster. So we had a fire drill, I guess. I don't know. Fire truck showed up and we didn't know that we were having this experience. But I have two cats and I could not get one of my animals out of the apartment because I didn't have cat carriers and I don't have enough hands. But like I had to leave him in here and I was like, if my apartment burns down, I can't save him. Yeah. And I cried from the second I walked out the door until this, like, until I went to sleep last night. So can you get cat carriers, first of all? I'm literally buying cat carriers today. Okay. Yeah. Was he under your bed or was he under the couch? He was under my bed. Okay. That's so hard. I was like, we have to practice. You're going to have to lift the bed. She has just lift up the end of the bed so I can grab him. Yeah. You know? Well, I think about that with us, too, because we have 800 pets in this house. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty... Lily's the hardest one to get, but she'd also be the most likely to survive a fire, so... (laughs) (laughs) That is so true. (laughs) No, he... um, So, for example, we had a tornado situation a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I got him out in, in the bathroom by opening a can of food. Mm-hmm. when those sirens are going it's the loudest shit you've ever heard he's not coming out right he's not coming out my hope is that he'll be paralyzed in fear so i can just grab him yeah because if he's like running away from me you know that's gonna be a problem right so i don't know man i was a fucking wreck i was a disaster yeah i mean that's that's always scary we knew Every time the fire alarm got pulled at our old apartment that there wasn't a fire. So yeah, we like didn't feel bad leaving them. But yeah, we're going to get a little sticker for our door that says like how many pets are in the house for firefighters to see. That's a good so. idea. I don't pay for little Oscar man here. I'm committing fraud or something. <laughs> yeah. So. So anyways... This is semi-relevant to the episode, so I'm just going to go ahead and talk about it. In a couple of months, so probably in July, I am going to get my wisdom teeth removed. I had a consultation with the oral surgeon last week, and it was not great. <laughs> yeah. Um. Basically, I get in there, and she's telling me, she's like, oh, you're not all the way, to, all the way asleep. And I was like, oh. I'll be honest uh, with you, Hannah. I was... I was asleep. Yeah, see... My brain was... I don't remember a thing. Yeah, and, like, that's what's going to happen. Like, even if I'm not all the way asleep, I'm still not going to remember it. But it's just IV sedation. It's not a general anesthetic. So, basically, what 
what's happening is the numbing is coming from Novocaine shots, just like any other dental situation. And the going to sleep part is just to like relax me so I'm not like fully conscious while they're yanking teeth out of my mouth. And so when I heard that, I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, no, no, like, I want to be, like, dead to the world. And she was like, it's just like if you're drunk. And I was like, well, fuck. Like, (laughs) that's not what I want, you know? That's... It's not... I know it's not like that. She was just trying to make me feel better, but it did not help. And then he was telling me, like, they'll prescribe you the narcotics, which I, like, really don't want to fuck with anyways. But Mm. then he was like, yeah, and then you'll take... uh, antibiotics for a week which like whatever and then you'll take 800 milligrams of ibuprofen three times a day for seven days yeah that shit slapped well it wasn't for that's not necessarily for pain that's for inflammation and to improve your circulation and help the wounds heal but ibuprofen is a painkiller well yeah and it's the only i'm telling you that i had hydros and that shit didn't help with the pain the Advil is, or the ibuprofen or whatever is the only thing that helped me actually with the pain. And again, I know why all of these things are used. I'm not like, well, Advil doesn't, you know, like obviously Advil is a pain reliever. Yeah. But I, until last night, I had not taken Advil for like at least five years or so. Mm-hmm. The last time I took Advil was when I came home from London the first time, which was February of 2015, because I had a fever. You took Advil to help with your fever? Yeah, it's a fever reducer. I thought that was Tylenol. No, they both are. Oh. So I haven't taken it since then. But I took one last night because I had a little headache and it was Did it help with your headache? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad headache, so... But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking do it. I love Um, Advil. (laughs) I think it's my favorite medicine. So it it was fine. Granted, I'll be taking 12 times as much as that on a daily basis then Mm -hmm. but at that point I think that the the pain is going to like for me and part of the reason why I don't take it now is like the pain is never that bad like I've never been like so excruciatingly in pain that I'm like I just want Advil you know like it's never been that bad but I know that this is going to be different but I think breaking breaking that Advil barrier was like kind of just like the next step that needed to be done in order for me to be like okay I can like schedule this now and then I had a dream about it last night (laughs) that I had the wisdom teeth removed and like I just had these two like swollen like Frankenstein style knobs (laughs) on either side of my face Mm -hmm. and I was like I gotta take the Advil I gotta take Advil and I couldn't find it oh um so it was very weird I love a good nightmare Mm mm-hmm Although it wasn't stressful, like I wasn't in pain or anything. Yeah. It was weird. Mm -hmm. Okay, so our topic for today is doctor's appointment, which I think is really um, fitting for both of our states right now. (laughs) I think I've been sick for the last like three weeks just with like sinus congestion. And the longer it goes on, the more I feel like I maybe should go to the doctor, but I don't know what they're going to tell me. They're going to be like, blow your nose, get a mucinex. You know what I mean? (laughs) Have you already done those things? Yes. <laughs> mm. So yeah. our first, I mean, we obviously had a pediatrician in Baltimore, but I don't remember it. I don't remember that person. We can skip that one. <laughs> but when we moved down to Atlanta, we moved into the same neighborhood as um, my mom's sister and her husband and their daughter. Mm-hmm. So we went to like the same pediatrician as basically everybody in our neighborhood. Really? Everyone in our neighborhood saw that creep? 
Uh-huh. I think a lot of people did. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And God, I hated this guy. I hated. First of all, you go, like, he's in one of those, like, office suites that's just, like, you know, just, like, the random office buildings that are around town and, like, every door looks the same. Yep. So he's in one of those, which, like, a lot of doctors are. So I get that. Yep. And they had, so you, you walk in and there's two waiting rooms. There was, like, the well waiting room and the sick waiting room. Uh-huh. And the well waiting I don't room. Re- I don't remember that. Really? Yeah. So the main difference was, like, the toys there. Like, because in the well waiting room, if you're just going for, like, a physical and you're not sick, you can play with the toys. But if you're sick, like, they don't want you to touch things. Yeah. Um, And I, I remember, like, basically the only thing they had in there was those little um, block slider things where you've got the metal wire that's all curly and the, mm-hmm. the square and the circle blocks and stuff and you're just like moving them around and they're all different colors yep and like what is that fun for kids um i feel as if i played with that for longer than i should have why was it fun it was one of those like satisfying things yeah you know like feeling it like fit over a bump or ridge yeah you know that felt good but yeah it's it's not really fun it's not really enjoyable right you know that makes sense okay so i want to show you what i picture this man as now okay you know this doctor i picture him as this guy from (laughs) nightmare before christmas dr (gasps) finkelstein i picture him as that mixed with dr doofenshmirtz like with the tuft of hair Oh my god. Like that, but with a weird tuft of hair on his head. That's uh, what I picture. Okay, so like to describe this man, he was very short, very was he Russian? Was he like Ukrainian? Yes. I don't know. Yes. I'm gonna Maybe say yes. Eastern European. He had a thick accent. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I always picture the room, like the you know. The exam room. Okay, I was going to say the inspection room. Yes, the exam room. Um, <laughs> as very dark. Uh, the room that you would go in to get your little shot was always super bright. But the exam room, I picture, is like the fluorescent lights aren't on. Ew. I don't, I don't remember that. I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I picture that. But I do. Because it's the place of nightmares. <laughs> yep. And like... I think, like, he was so weird because he, first of all, we were, like, young girls, and this is, like, around the time when, like, puberty was happening for me. Yeah, I wasn't there. I don't have that experience. No, I remember, like, him talking about, like, me starting my period. Ew. And, like, just, like, a creepy old man talking about you getting your period and, like, getting boobs and, like, you know, other developmental things and, like, having to, like, see it. I fucking hate that. Like, ugh, ugh. It just makes me so uncomfortable to think about. And, like, our parents were, like, in the room with us. So, like, obviously nothing that bad happened. Yeah. But he would just, like, push on you in weird places and, like... As doctors do. As doctors do. Um, you know, yes, but our next doctor never did that shit. I had that. I mean, a little bit, but, like, she didn't, like, look down my pants, you know? Did he do that to you? Yes. Okay. I can firmly say that, yeah, the next lady did not do that. Ugh. Yeah, gross. I don't like him. 
Okay, I'm cutting this in while I'm editing because my mother just reminded me of this story. Well, I remembered it while I was talking to her about it, but one of the things that that little man doctor did to me when I was a child was, she's laughing, I'm on FaceTime with her. One of the things he did was, it was around the time when I was losing teeth and I had a loose tooth in my mouth and I didn't want to pull it out. I was like pretty freaked out about it, but he told me to like show him and he's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to touch it. I'm just going to look. And I was like, okay. So I opened it and looked and he comes and he yanks it out with a piece of gauze right from my mouth when he told me he was just going to look at it. And at that point I was like, I'm done with you. Like this is, this is the end of our working relationship. Uh, you're fired. Anyway, I will never be sending my children to a male unless I have a boy. Yeah, if they're, if it's, I feel like that's just like the number one way to make sure your child is comfortable with something that's already super uncomfortable Mm -hmm. is like same gender. Dude, people that see male gynecologists, I'm like, what? I don't get it. Never would I ever let a male open me up with that crowbar shit. Are you kidding me? Also, I don't understand. So my like general practitioner is a male, but like it has nothing to do with any of that any of the reproductive situation you know like I have to put on like a bathrobe when I go there like it's like a a weird robe thing but it's like kind of cozy Mm -hmm. and (laughs) I remember so I've only been to his office once because I had well twice actually I guess it was before our wedding yeah it was like the February before our wedding so it was after I had had a panic attack at Orange Theory <laughs> oh yeah you went to find out if you had medically in, or at, at workout induced asthma or something exercise yeah. induced asthma I was just trying to figure out if if anything was wrong right, with me because right. I was like feeling all kinds of effed up at that yeah. point and so they did an EKG and I remember the guy who did the EKG like he was so weird about like moving my robe just a little bit to like put it on me like he didn't want to like touch me mm-hmm. and I was like dude just stick it on like just get it over with it's fine because he was younger he was like probably close to my age mm-hmm. so I think he just felt really weird about it he was like why is this like 25 year old girl getting an EKG right. and then when doctor when the doctor actually saw me he just like they just come in and look at you and then leave yeah he just like talked to me like, we didn't even, he didn't really do an exam. Like, maybe he looked in my ears or something or, like, listened to my heart. Yeah. But, and then our gynecologist is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I've never felt weird going to the gynecologist. Anyway, so I think that, yeah, let's have your children go to the same gender doctor, mm-hmm. preferably, because I think that's, like, a kind thing to do for your children. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about, I feel like we feel very differently about the dentist. Okay. I fucking hate the dentist. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind the dentist. Really? I feel like for yeah, a minute you I don't hated know. it. Um, I mean, it's not fun. Like, I don't enjoy it, but I don't. It doesn't make me nervous. <sighs> yeah, I cannot say the same for me. Which is really weird because everything makes me nervous. Yeah, that's true. But for whatever reason, like. The Novocaine shots never... I haven't had a cavity or a filling in a long time, so I can't really remember now. Mm-hmm. But I remember, like, the Novocaine shots didn't really bother me. It didn't... The first... I think I've gotten a cavity filled twice. Uh-huh. Either twice or three times. And the, the either the first or the first two times did not bother me. Yeah. The last time... 
I accidentally opened my eyes Uh while they were putting the needle in my mouth. And that was the biggest needle I've ever fucking seen in my life. And they're like curved. (laughs) And I have a phobia of shots. But I actually feel like I'm getting better about that because when I kind of freaked out when I got my flu shot in December, but I'm trying really hard to just like hold it together when I get other shots. Like when I got my vaccine, I tried really hard to just, you know, hold it together and get through it. I still made our mom hold our hand, but I probably could do it without her, Yeah, you know? But yeah, that's why. So that's why the dentist freaks me out. Now I use prescription strength toothpaste, um, an electric toothbrush, all that stuff. And I haven't, I mean, knock on wood, I haven't had anything since then. I'm sure they're coming. I have like eight spots where I could get them, but it's, they're gonna. It's like one will develop, and then you know maybe one will develop, and then you know things like that. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna have eight cavities at once that have to be filled. Yeah, but I have. They so okay. So they go to administer this Novocaine shot. I accidentally open my eyes and I promptly start crying. <laughs> and I had a panic attack for they had to leave me alone for like 10 minutes for me to calm down after you got the shot mm-hmm. which they do leave you alone for some period of time anyway until the numbing sets in yeah but they they like poked their head around the corner and then like walked away and then came back a little bit later actually maybe i didn't start crying i think i just started hyperventilating i don't think i cried until after i got it done i went to the car and cried <laughs> oh my god like an hour later i was traumatized yeah I don't so. know. That's that's the one place that shots have n- not bothered me. Because you have your eyes closed. I've Normally seen, you're supposed to. I've have s- you seen it go in? I mean, I can't see it go in. It's in my mouth. But, like, have you seen them, like, you know? I mean, yeah. That's, uh-uh. No way. Nope. And they go, like, in a little bit and then in further. It's, like, really weird, actually, how it how it happens. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind going in for teeth cleanings and stuff like that that doesn't bother me at all when i have to get my x-rays that trip always stresses me out because i'm like fuck do i have to do it again yeah my mom said they have to sedate me next time (laughs) yeah i mean you can get the nitrous and then it's like fun yeah i'll probably have to do that someone has to drive me home i um had these like caps put in to my teeth i had that too and when you were younger Uh uh-huh Yours are still in there? I mean, it looks like it on the on the x-rays, but it might just be, like, that many, that much filling. I grind my teeth so hard that there's no way those are in there. Well, I'm just like, how can there be anything left to fill? Like, I feel like my upper, like, I had cavity between my back two upper molars on my right side. Uh-huh. And, like, it doesn't even feel like real tooth anymore. And, like, they did a not great job filling it, and then they had to refill it again later. And... It feels weird to floss in between there, and now it started, like, shredding the floss. Like, it... Damn, yeah, they did not do a good job. Yeah, no, it's not It's not great. It was better after they did it the second time, but, like, it hurt to chew yeah. for a year or more, probably more. And then I couldn't... Like, getting floss between those teeth on both sides actually really hurt. And if I mm-hmm. bite something the wrong way, it'll, like, shoot through my mouth. As a kid, though, I didn't like the dentist because I hated brushing my teeth. Because I, I hated brushing my teeth because I hated the texture and flavor of toothpaste. I remember that. you The way that you would spit after brushing your teeth was like you were so disgusted. <laughs> I yeah. will never forget that. It was the worst. And they always used that polish or Ugh, whatever, you know, when like they go sand. in there. And, yeah, it's like sand. And I even to this day, I still have to make them rinse my mouth like 50 times. Yeah, that stuff is nasty. 
Yeah. They used to have to give me a cup to swish. And then they started doing the baking soda. Did you ever get that? Uh, they like shoot it on your teeth. Maybe. She has to put t- she has to put tissues all over my face. <laughs> I don't think um, I got that. It's last very time. salty. It's very salty, kind of gross, but it's better than the polish. And I didn't get it. I haven't gotten it the last two times. Yeah. So I had I had regular the regular sand polish this this last time when I went a Nasty. couple weeks ago. As a kid, they used to use the like the bubble gum flavor. They wouldn't use the mint one. They had like. You know, Tutti Fruity was one of them. Yeah, they Tutti had all Fruity these flavors. Was one of the flavors. Could, uh, yeah. Grape. Oh, when I... You never went to the orthodontist, did you? I think I went maybe one time. Okay. I would go with you. Okay, so when I went to the orthodontist, like when they're first making the molds of your teeth, this stuff is so nasty. That's the worst. So it's just like... It's like silly putty, but you have to yeah. fill your whole mouth with it. And it's like... That shit made me gag. It's like dripping down the back of your throat, but I remember we could pick the flavor of that. <laughs> I'm going to have to do that again soon because I think I'm going to get Invisalign after my wisdom teeth are out. I also think I'm going to get Invisalign. I was talking about that the other day. Um, Smile Direct Club is actually pretty cheap. It's like less than $3 per day. Mm -hmm. I used to love going with you to the orthodontist because our orthodontist, or I guess yours, had a dog named Bo, a golden retriever. In the office? Mm Mm-hmm. What? And I would just play with the dog the whole time. Oh my God, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. He had a dog named Bo, and he would take Polaroid pictures of people and put them on the wall. Uh-huh. I do remember that. That guy was really nice. I liked going there. Yeah, I never had bad experiences at the orthodontist. He was super nice. I did have to have all kinds of weird shit in my mouth, though. Like, Yeah, you did. <laughs> I had an expander. I'm surprised I didn't have, like, headgear, but I guess they had kind of gotten rid of that by the time yeah. I got braces. Mm-hmm. Because I had an expander, and, like, my... Like, jawline is so narrow. So is mine. That I had to use this key to push it open. And that was weird because food would get stuck on top of it. I kind of liked the sensation of, like, the pressure of it expanding. Like, I'd have to move it one... I'd push it one push, like, every day or something like that. Uh-huh. And um, you had this little key that you had to use. You had to, like, stick it in the What if you lost the it. key? I mean, I'm sure they could give you a new key. It really just looked like a paperclip with a little handle oh, okay. on it mm-hmm. um but yeah food would get stuck up on top of it and that was really shitty and i wonder like did it make me talk weird i it, i think it did at first yeah you got better about it but it definitely did at first and i didn't have that on for too long i think i had that before like I, i'm pretty sure i got my bottom braces and the expander and then the expander came out and then they put the top braces on like I had to expand your jaw before they could yeah. you know, fix your teeth. What's the point of fixing your teeth if everything's going to keep shifting anyway? Yeah, so I think I think that yeah, they had to do the jaw widening before um before I could get the top braces. Mhm. And then the best part of any appointment was the finale <laughs> of the Tootsie Pop. <laughs> Those shits. I really liked the um the navy blue ones. Uh-huh you know yeah and the once they came out i don't think these were i don't think this was an original flavor but you know like the fuchsia colored wrapper yes probably like raspberry or something those two were my favorite yeah i i like that one a lot now damn now i want a tussie pop i might have to go pick some i was gonna say i might have to go to like cvs delicious wow that's they make some really good jolly rancher lollipops now Hmm. don't know where you can find them but they're really good they do hurt your mouth as jolly ranchers do i am cutting sweets as much as I can at present. That's good for you. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, so dentist appointments, in my opinion, were just an overall, like, traumatic experience. Or no, not dentist appointments, sorry. Just any appointment in general, really. However, the getting out of school aspect was great. Yeah. But once I got to, like, junior year of high school, I started scheduling my appointments during one teacher one specific teacher's class Mm -hmm. because I never had my homework done for her and also she was not nice and I especially oh my god it was so good if it was like you know a reading quiz day yeah because I absolutely didn't read never you know it's hard to read about that subject it's just boring yeah absolutely okay so Aside from, like, normal doctor's appointments, you Mm -hmm. have had to go to the hospital a couple of times. Yeah. I have not. I definitely have. I think the first time that I ever went to, like, a hospital... Well, okay. The first time I ever went to the hospital was to get my face stitched up because I busted my eye open. Um, Don't remember that trip, though, so I can't really comment on that. I think everyone else in my family could tell you all about that trip, but I don't remember a thing. So, it was your fucking fault that it happened. (laughs) Um, you took off. We were supposed to be racing. And I turned yeah, back I, to look to see if you were racing and you hadn't gone yet. And I tripped and turned my head forward and ran to a table. You didn't even have time for me to say, like, we probably shouldn't do that in the middle of Gable Hall at church. <laughs> I was ready right to go. I was ready to so, rumble. So we drive you. You're bleeding everywhere. We drive you to the hospital. And in the waiting room, I remember the only thing I really remember about it is that there was a kid there who had, like, cut his eye because he was playing with his dog and the dog like basically scratched his eye wow and he had something covering it and i was like convinced that this guy was like gonna have his eyeball like hanging out of his socket i didn't i never saw it but i do remember that Mm -hmm. and then our aunt and uncle came to pick me up and took me back to their house while you got stitches Mm. yeah i don't really remember anything from that time but i think i also had to go to like you know a children's hospital type doctor's office because i had food or like some kind of stomach virus and i was throwing up a lot don't know why i had to go i don't know why i didn't just let it run its course but i did have to go for that Mm -hmm. i I remember our dad took me um and then i don't think i went to the hospital for a while no i hurt my knee in eighth grade and had to go get an mri because i thought i like fractured it a little bit Mm-hmm. I was driving a go-kart on spring break and instead of hitting the gas I or the brake I hit the gas and I ran into a wall oh. and fucked my knee up and nice. they did the MRI and nothing was wrong with it so it just hurt yeah it just hurted um, and then in college nope and then senior year of high school like the summer between senior year and college I got an infected salivary gland and I had to go get it ultrasound did ultra it had been hurting for like two days straight and i was i couldn't eat i couldn't do anything so i had to have our mom take us to the hospital also your face was swollen as fuck i know my um id for college i tried to braid my hair and like pull bangs over it but you could tell yeah um and they did an ultrasound and i'm so funny i my mom like posted it on facebook that i was getting an ultrasound and i said it's a boy (laughs) Um, and they literally told me to eat a warhead. They were like, go eat some sour candy and you'll feel better. And I was like, okay. And that problem has, uh, yet to stop happening to me periodically. Damn. And then freshman year of college, I cut my foot open on spring break and I had to go get a tetanus shot. (laughs) And I think that that was the last time I went to the hospital. 
I've been oh, to the man. hospital a fair few, a uh, couple times. Neither of us have ever broken a bone. That's true. Knock on wood. So my only other, like, real hospital experience was in high school when, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but when my high school boyfriend got injured in a soccer game and... We talked about it during the sports episode. Yeah, I... So bad. Like, first of all, it was horrifying, but second, like, hospitals just, ugh, creep me out. Mm-hmm. They smell I gross. did work in a hospital. Kind I, of. I totally forgot it. I, it was, it was in the hospital. Oh, really? Yeah, so... When I was in, when I was, I was just graduated from college, I worked at um, a major hospital here, and like I worked in an office that was like down the hall from patient rooms, mm. but I had to go to patient rooms as like right before they were discharged to give them like their schedule of appointments for their post op, like after they got transplants, mm-hmm. and. I remember, like, I was pretty chill about it, the job in general, but then the first time I had to go visit a patient, I was like, like, because I went with the girl whose position I was replacing, my Mm sister-in-law, and I remember just being so wigged out about, like, being in someone's hospital room, and we had to wear, like, protective clothes and a mask and stuff, Mm -hmm. like, because these all these people were like immunocompromised at this point because they needed to take anti rejection medication so that the organ would like stay in their body. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And I was like, I do not belong here. Like, why am I the one doing this? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was that was wild. Yeah, hospitals are not fun. No. I feel like I have to go to them a lot. Like my friend Emily was in the hospital senior year of high school. Don't really remember what for. She had some kind of I don't really remember. I had to go to the hospital again senior year of high school because my friend's dad had an aneurysm. Uh-huh. A lot of people I know had babies. I went to see them in the hospital. Like, you know, people that I nannied for or whatever. Yeah. Let us know about all of your uh, traumatizing doctor's experiences, please. Okay, I really don't have anything else to share to you. I think that's it for me. Cool. All right, friends. Um, if you want to send us your stories, you can send them to our Instagram, which is at 90s Girl Podcast. You can also shoot us an email at 90s Girl Podcast.com. No. No. Hello at 90s Girl Podcast.com. My bad. Our website is 90s Girl Podcast.com. You can obviously go over there and see what's going on. Send us your stories. We have yet to ask for listeners. So we haven't asked for them in a while. I think we just, you know, maybe we'll do that. Hannah said this in the last episode, but we're doing um, like an overall memories episode or something like that. And so we will definitely be asking for your stories then. Um, So keep a lookout for those Instagram posts that are calling for your stories and send them in. Yeah. If you have any off the top of your head now, please go ahead and send them to us because we're going to be doing this episode in the next like two or three weeks or so. Yeah, we are taking requests. Yes. So most memorable 90s moments, like things that you remember so vividly about the 90s that you just like when you think 90s, it's the first thing you think of. Yes. Send those to our DMs so we can add them into our little podcast. Um, Also, don't forget to leave a rating and review for us if you're listening on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, I mean. Um, And if you're listening on Spotify, thank you so much for getting our numbers up there. And we love you guys. All right, guys, we will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening, and we will see you soon. Bye.